Welcome to The Spread with Kaz and Nini. I'm Kaz. And I am Nini. And I hope you have had a fabulous, fabulous week. It's been crazy. It has been insane. I mean, and now, you know, as usual, <laughs> when I come in here and I have these little conversations with you at the beginning of the show, it's yes. like Mercury is in retrograde and it explains everything. It really does. It really does. I mean, it makes sense. Like I last week, especially for me, was just so hard and I had a complete emotional breakdown on Saturday morning. <laughs> that was me today morning at like nine o'clock when I felt like I'm, I'm, I've been up for like seven hours. I was wailing in a hospital parking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then my daughter comes out and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. like come so down, come down. Put on my sunglasses and put a book in front of me and go, are you done? <laughs> I guess that makes sense now when I look back and wonder why my mother was so stern. That's what was going on in her life. She was just like, okay, so let's just recap. Let's, how was your week? How was your week, babe? Honestly, it's been, it's just, it's been one of those. Yeah. Okay, so what I did, I walked into Vivo today and I bought myself a dress. Good one. Yeah. I, I was and by like, the way, she looks gorgeous. Oh. Oh. It's such a pretty dress. Thank you. I really like it. Thank it's a pretty, you. And, it, and it, I'm so glad that it works on you. Meanwhile, none of my gadgets are working. <laughs> I was going to take a picture of you, but like everything has died. My iPod, my laptop. Well, not my laptop. Let me not jinx it. Mercury is in retrograde. Mercury is in true retrograde, man. Oh, <laughs> read about it, oh, by the and way. And you were asking me earlier about if Mercury in retrograde has anything to do with your physical being. So, I've yeah. been suffering a yeast infection. Oh, wow. I've been suffering a back, neck, shoulder. Yes. Yeah. So, I think it does. I think it, it must have something to do with your, with your physical being. Okay. So, yeah. let's just start from the beginning. Um, today's topic is about monogamy and is it actually viable is it natural can you do it can your partner do it is it something i mean a lot of women are always complaining men are dogs and whatever but today we're just gonna iron it out some people have sent in some questions so we're gonna ask those at the end and then just let's just get into it so yeah is monogamy natural <laughs> yeah first of all what is monogamy? I mean, there's emotional monogamy, there's sexual monogamy. And um, monogamy is actually where you have one sexual partner. So it started because back in the day, um, it was required because um, when you were monogamous to your husband or to your wife, then f for sure you know that the estate is being passed down to, what's the word? Hairs? Hairs? That one, H-E-I-R-S. Yeah. 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 There. So this is the reason why monogamy began, just because we know for sure that, that children are yeah. yours. Yes. As opposed so, to it could So be it was anybody's. just like for inheritance purposes. Yes. Yeah, and it was almost to keep a record of Exactly. They are next one Okay. But that's not the point because um That's it where it began. That's where it began. Yeah. Okay. But not even here. It's not even an African thing. Yeah. Monogamy is the most un-African thing. The most. Because mm -hmm. we don't remember. Our, ever. Ever. Our parents is the first generation to be forced into monogamy. Our grandparents were never and monogamous. And I like the way you say forced because they were actually not monogamous if you think about it. Yes. In reality, yes. none of our parents were monogamous. Nope. Especially our fathers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mothers might have just been classic. <laughs> classic monog 
monogamous. What is that? Classic classical monogamy. Classical monogamy is a single relationship between people who marry as virgins. You know who you are. <laughs> remain sexually exclusive their entire lives and then become celibate when their partner dies. That's what a classical monogamous person. What if your partner is. doesn't know how to do it? But you don't know. You know that's a because most, you've never done you've anyone never else. done anyone else. That's the most fascinating thing. Oh. I actually am very close to someone who's classically monogamous. That's what yeah. we're gonna call it, right? Yeah. And just because she hasn't had multiple sexual partners, she's satisfied with what she has. She doesn't know any better. I you guess. Know, I guess it makes some sense. Fantasy world, Kaz. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what is that classical monogamous I thing you speak of? <laughs> It sounds like it belongs in a fairy it tale. It does. It sounds like once upon a time. <laughs> exactly. He galloped along classically monogamous. <laughs> yes. Also, another term that I wanted to bring up that a lot of people, I, including you, may not know so much about is non-monogamous. Non-monogamous. That's what you are. Yes. It's possible that I am non-monogamous. It's It's definite that i want to be in a relationship that is non-monogamous okay but then this is um you see that's okay let me explain what non-monogamous is being non-monogamous um means being in a relationship with your partner where you consent where you're both consenting to being non-monogamous there's many tears under the non-monogamy but being non-monogamous without your partner's consent isn't ethical it's betrayal this is a difference so if your partner cheats on you or sleeps with somebody else without your knowledge then that's not non-monogamy that's betrayal yeah but if your partner is sleeping with or is having many different sexual partners with your consent then that's a non-monogamous relationship for example, polygamy. Yes. Mm. So polygamy is the umbrella for um, people who have multiple partners. Yeah. Multiple husbands or wives. Mm-hmm. Polygamy is the big umbrella, which means you can be a woman and you have more than um, uh, one husband, or you can be a man and you have more than one wife. And then even in, in that household, your wife has another husband. This is what polygamy is. It's like a big household of people who are married to other people. So it's not necessarily a man with many women. Polygamy okay. is the big umbrella that holds all of these little different, different relationships. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So polygyny is when one man has uh, at least two wives. Like our grandfathers. Yes. yes. They were polygynous. Yeah. But also in our in our history, um, it was also known that women had more, more than, than one, one husband, husband exactly. and also more than one wife. Because in, um, in a lot of these um, African traditions, women were allowed to marry other women. Yes. So... A man would marry a woman and then she would marry another woman. For example, if she wasn't able to do housework or she wasn't able to bear children. Yeah. Okay, so polygyny is one man more than one wife. And all the women are exclusive to that man. Oh. Yeah. Not so. Yeah. This is what all poly- polygyny, the women. All the women are exclusive to, to the that one, one man. man. Okay. Yeah. Or all the men are exclusive to that one no. woman. Polygyny, polygyny is one man with many women. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Polyandry. Aha. Uh-huh. That's the one. Yeah. Polyandry is where one woman marries many men. Okay. And um, all of the men are exclusive to this one woman. Yeah. Actually, there was a recent case of a woman. It's actually not explicitly illegal. There was a case that was reported in, I think, 2013, in August 2013, where a woman married two men <laughs> in, I think, Masailand. Did they both know that they were married <laughs> yeah, yeah, to the yeah. same woman? Because that's what non-monogamy non- is. Yes. Is when yes. you're 
when it's consensual. Oh my god, that is so amazing! And then, and then, I don't know what their story oh. is. <laughs> we need to follow up on that one. We really do, right? <laughs> For real. So that's polyandry. Yeah. There's polyamory, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> polyamory is when you have a, a a relationship, all of you. So the difference between polygyny and polyandry is if a man has two wives the two wives are exclusive to that man but in polyandry the two wives are also in a relationship with each other okay so it could be a three-way relationship between two men and one woman or five women and, and two, two men. guys yeah so yeah. that's what um polyandry is it's like a group relationship so a lot of everybody you relates with, with everybody. everybody so there's yeah. brian and andrew and there's kaz and, and shuka yeah, and, and exactly. shiko and <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, those are fun. <laughs> and then there's monogamish, which is a new term. Oh, nice. Monogamish. What is the monogamish? Which is what everybody kind of is. It's like when you're in a monogamous relationship and then every so often, maybe you have a three-way. Uh-huh. So you invite somebody into your bed, but then you... It's you, for you don't, you don't, it's explicitly for sex. You don't exactly. you don't get emo- emotionally involved. No. Yeah, that's monogamish. Monogamish. Okay, that's I don't think a lot of people are into that. I think what a lot of people are into is serial monogamy. Yes. Yeah. Which is where they are exclusively monogamous to one partner, and then when the relationship ends, they get into another relationship, and then are sexually exclusive or exclusive to that partner. But let's be clear. You're talking about women. I'm talking about a lot of women. Yeah. Yes. Because let's... But then... Men. Um, yes. So th- we're not talking about men, because if the women are unaware, we're not talking about non-monogamy That's anymore. Betrayal. We're to- and we are not discussing betrayal today. We're talking about monogamous okay. relationships, not cheating, and yes. non-monogamous relationships. Yes. We are not talking about... Um, betrayal. betrayal. Yeah. We are not talking about the fact that your man's dogging on you okay. and supporting that. No, we're talking about a relationship where the c- people involved have consented to having other sexual partners involved as yes. well. Okay, do you have any experiences you want to share? Myself? Yeah, personal. I mean, for monogamy, I support monogamy 100%. Um, because I'm the kind of person who... When I'm in a relationship, I want to be exclusively sex, sexual or sexually involved with one person. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've been told by a lot of women that I'm, you know, naive. A lot of my friends tell me that I'm naive, that I'm trying to live in a fantasy world. I've just come out of a relationship where there was like crazy ass betrayal. Mm-hmm. Like I went off to Lagos to shoot um, Desperate Housewives and we were living together. And this guy was sleeping, started sleeping with the women that I was working with and um, bastard, complete absolute bastard. So, one of the chicks I work I work with calls me and she's like, "I was going on between you and this guy. Did you break up before you left?" And I'm like, "Z, we're still together." And she's like, "Yeah, right. This is what's going down." So it went. I mean, I came back from Lagos and I was. I've just been like, I think, healing for like more than a year. So mm. it, it's monogamy for me is my ideal. But then I've also been told that it's unrealistic. Um. So. The thing about monogamous relationships and betrayal is the highest betrayal happens in monogamous relationships. I know, I know. So doesn't it make sense? How can how would you be able to deal with your relationship if in a you different had said way, in that a you different were non-monogamous? Way. How would it have affected I've that actually, whole situation? I've actually seriously considered this because it was a conversation that we had before I left. Mm-hmm. I had had a thing when I was working in Lagos before with a guy and I knew that when I went back to Lagos I would much rather like be available to play with this guy. Yeah. So I discussed it with him and he was like hell the fuck no me I've di- ah this is not happening mm-hmm. we're together we're together. 
So he's the one who suggested that you guys should be monogamous. Yes, he's the one who did. I mean, mm. I was being realistic. I said to him, you have to be realistic. This is a six-month break. And unless you're coming, because mm. I'm not coming. I have no time to come. Unless well, you're coming. a different yeah, kind no. of coming. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> coming inside more. Not all over the damn place. <laughs> oh, yeah. But if I, I actually thought about what if it, it would have been better for me if we had decided at that point to be realistic with the fact that we're both highly sexual beings, then why don't we just give each other a break? Mm. loosely and, what I and not necessarily have to tell each other yes. what you're up to yeah but, so then, but also be respectful you see that's the thing that's the thing about what that's the thing that i appreciate about non-monogamous relationships if we had agreed at that point that we were going to be in a non-monogamous relationship that it, i don't want to have to explain it to people who don't understand the kind of agreement we're making this should be between mm -hmm. us it should be done in a way that doesn't harm the relationship and doesn't harm e either party but for me, it felt like, you know, that would have been my ideal situation at that point. Yeah. But because it was not agreed upon, it would have been perfectly it's, yeah. logical, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. But then the, okay, the thing that you guys decided on, which is the monogamy, is what causes the betrayal, which is what hurts. Yes. Which could have been avoided. The heartache could have been could avoided. Could have been avoided, yeah. This is why... I advocate for non-monogamous relationships because I, I honestly think that non-monogamous relationships are the most open and honest. Because if you can be open and honest with your partner, especially because it's always about sex. Well, most of the time it is. But if you can be open with your partner about being non-monogamous, then you can save yourselves. And I think people would be a lot more open to it. You can save yourselves a lot of heartache. Yeah. Uh, well, you see, you're just trying to say that we're naturally promiscuous. That's what you yeah, say. Not promiscuous. I mean, that is it. It is. Because it is about, okay. it's like, it's even non-monogamy is still adultery. Do you know that? It's still classified under the other huge umbrella called mm. adultery. I refuse that. So, I refuse okay, that. okay, semantics, you know, you understand? <laughs> so, yeah, let's just kill that story. Because but polygamy is legal, so it can't be adultery. Adultery would be something that you could take to court uh, as grounds for a divorce. But, but you, can't take, you, can, you can't take it to court as grounds for a divorce. Ad adultery. Yes. Unless you're in a polygamous situation. And the Kenyan laws are so stupid because they allow men to marry other women without telling any of yeah, his other with ways. With no one else's consent. Yeah. But it is still grounds. You can still divorce a man because he cheated on you. And vice versa. You can still... Even in a polygamous situation. I mean, okay, You want to no, take this to, no, to no. parliament well, with I, all of these yes, male MPs? We, we, we cannot take this to parliament because <laughs> all of them are cheating uh, on their wives yeah. and who knows which wives are, yeah. you know. So we can't really take this to parliament. But if you're going to advocate for non-monogamy, then you're, you are saying to people, stop living in this dream world where you are not going to get cheated on. That's what you're saying. The reality so is you're I, going, only because I don't want to use the word cheating, <clears throat> but just understand that either you or your partner is not going to be sexually faithful mm. to each other. Mm. That way we can avoid all of this. My man is a dog. We can avoid because that, that thin line between betrayal and, and being honest with your partner. I mean, I've been in relationships where, okay, I don't know if it's the same, but it's kind of like a poly polyamorous situation. Yeah. But everybody is. Everybody knows what's happening within the household. You know, every everyone knows that everyone else is <laughs> sleeping with everybody else. Sleeping with everyone else, yes. which for you it works. But I think, yeah. I mean, in some way, I believe that people are just wired differently. The people who are completely unaffected by sharing. I, you know, I cannot share my. I've tried it. I've actually invited 
women into my bedroom to have threesomes, mm -hmm. right? But then it would be in the situation where even the person that I'm currently sleeping with is not a guy that I'm feeling is like a serious story. That's the only way that you'll invite somebody else into in, the room yes, for a threesome. for a three-way, yeah. Otherwise, if you're loving the guy, your heart is all in, you won't invite somebody? No, I've never done it. Oh, okay. I've never done it when I'm in that kind of relationship. I never okay. say never about anything, yeah. by the okay. way, because I'm open. Yeah. to everything yeah but then if i'm in love with this person i always feel like i can't share you like you're mine i want you just for me it's yeah. like mine okay i think the difference is <laughs> you go into a relationship uh expecting monogamy but if you enter a relationship that is already non-monogamous then it's fine yeah for example if i am in a relationship with somebody who is in a relationship or married, and everybody is aware of my situation, then I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. Because I can love you knowing full well that you're loving somebody else. And I can love you fully. And I and I, I don't feel jealous. Yeah, yeah. But if I didn't know, and a lot of girls get into uh, relationships with married men, some men are not honest about their, their current situations. Yeah. They, they don't say that they're okay, married. But, but, but other, other, other women yeah. get into relationships with men knowing that they're married and then down the line expecting them to leave their wives. No, but we're not... Okay, that's again another <laughs> very naive and stupid expectation, by the way, yeah. for a woman to get involved with a married man and expect him to leave because it's a commitment that's beyond anything a lot of us can understand. Mm. But... If so, if if you support non-monogamy, I'm just going to ask you a okay. question. If you support non-monogamy, so let's say Kaz and Patrick are together, mm -hmm. and you've been together for two years, and then you suddenly decide that you're going to because let's say that you are serial, you are in a monogamous, monogamous. relationship, mm -hmm. and then you decide you'd like to try new things out. Let's get into let's start inviting new people into the bedroom, and this is purely a sexual thing, mm -hmm. and then the two of you create the rules that of engagement for this. In, for this non-monogamous stage in your relationship, you two create okay. the rules for engagement. So the third parties involved and the fourth parties involved are almost treated like tools, right? Yes. Because they come in for your pleasure, Pleasure. for it. the couple's pleasure, yes. and then they leave. Mm -hmm. And whatever effect you have on them, that's none of your business okay. because the core couple is... It's me and my partner. You and your partner. Yeah. You don't feel no any guilt about that? Guilt? No. Absolutely not. Okay, so I have been in a situation like that. I was in a long-term relationship and like maybe a year or a year and a half down the line, we decided that we wanted to have um, an extra person in our bed just for fun. And I love it. It makes me so happy. And to be honest, the times that we did do it, mm -hmm. it made me like love my partner more and it made me want them more like physically that is so amazing i just wanted to devour them but did it was it an improvement for your relationship it was it was it really was to be completely honest that is so yeah. spectacular yeah and if he fell in love with any of the other girls mm -hmm. what would they what what would they i be just then? i can't imagine that that happens I can't imagine but that that happens. Happen. It does, but yeah. I can't imagine that that happens because okay, it's so never happened to me. So this is why I advocate it because it's never happened because I believe that if you can be in a non-monogamous relationship and you're honest with your partner about your sexual needs, there's no need to cheat. Like you want to sleep with somebody else. Sawa, let's call somebody yeah, else. It's not even about cheating. It is just about opening. It's almost like opening a door to the possibility of your partner forming another emotional connection that with is someone cheating. else. Okay, no, no. 
No, you see, then you this are, these are double standards. Because it's, it's it's emotional monogamy. So he starts. It's also to, emotional monogamy versus emotional betrayal. If my so man falls in love, the line. If because the the doorway to emotion to a lot of emotional involvement today is sex. St- a lot of us get into relationships where we ha- we get sexually active and then you form a relationship but you so you've opened the door to a connection between your partner and somebody else and the reality is that because that door is open then there is a possibility of it happening so he comes to you and he says babe i'm starting to fall for this girl how are you falling for her you've only slept with her once okay but he's and telling you i've been you, doing my kegels I mean, my uh, pussy is a bomb <laughs> Okay. You see, that is unrealistic. That is completely unrealistic because you can't even start the drama there. No, I know. Yeah, but I don't. I don't understand it. I can't understand it. I can't understand how my man can fall for another woman because we've had a threesome. I can't mm. understand it because I've got the emotional part in check. We're good. Okay. By the time we're inviting somebody into our bed, we are good. So you have a threesome that's a one-night stand? Or do yes, you... a threesome that's a one-night stand. Oh, it's not recurring. okay. Why are you falling for somebody you've only slept with you one? See, that was my thing. My thing was, if you're in a non-monogamous relationship and then you and Patrick decide to invite Washera yeah. into the picture and mm-hmm. then Washera becomes a lover for day one, day two, day three, no, day that's, four. Then that becomes, a poly- be... that becomes a polyamorous relationship which means by the time I'm calling you for day two and day three, even me have fallen for you. Okay. So we've both fallen for you and we might as well decide to be in a polyamorous <laughs> relationship. Like, let's just do this. I love this. Okay. Thank you so much for that explanation, Cass. <laughs> Can we take a break? We must take a break. I have an email though from a blogger, a blogger friend of mine who I had a discussion about monogamy with and she was she is completely non-monogamous. I'll be reading that email in a bit. Keep it locked. Oh. We will be back on the spread in just a bit. Okay. Hey, if you're looking for great entertainment and live music in Nairobi, oh, do not miss out on For the Love with my girl Kaz, Sage, David Hunter, live at The Alchemist on the 19th of May, 2016. Now, buy your tickets early so you can get them at 800 Bob, okay? But if you would like to wait and get them at the door, which, you know, they might be sold out, honey, you can get them for Anguanye. I hope to see you there. It is on the 19th of May 2016, starting at 7 p.m. Okay, and welcome back to the spread. And we are talking about monogamy and if it's natural versus non monogamy. I think we've talked about non monogamy more than we have talked about monogamy, by the way. I mean, monogamy is the shortest part of that story, anyway. (laughs) It's just like. You don't sleep with anybody else from the time you're born until the time you die. The end. (laughs) Boring. I mean, I have issues about boundaries, by the way. Like, what are your boundaries? Where do you draw the line? I mean, because with monogamy, the rules and the boundaries are very straightforward. I'm with you. You're with me. We're together. And we are with with each other. And if we are not with each other, then we are with other people. Then the relationship ends. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, the, I feel like it's a nice space to be in, in my dream world, where people are monogamous. It is a very clean, clear, easy... Boring. No. I mean... I've said, I've given my two yeah, okay. cents. I think it's boring. I don't think it's boring. I think it's... 
Brilliant. I can't imagine I a it. life without three ways and you see, orgies. You see, I don't think of a life. You know, because <laughs> a life is a long time. Okay, let's but, just take it moment oh, so like, by moment. You're talking about the other kind of the other kind of monogamy. Wait. Serial. Serial monogamy. Yes, yes. Okay. Serial monogamy. So Classical monogamy, it's, I think it's a bit too late for that. Yeah. For more. Yeah, for, you know, for a lot of for people. For a lot of people. But serial monogamy where we're together and then when it's done, it's done. And then we move on. But I also like the idea of if any of us changes our mind or would like to try new things or would like to discover another aspect of whatever in the relationship that there's a space to discuss it. I don't think that anything should just be shut down and shut down at you oh, because now we're in a monogamous relationship. That's the end of it. That's what makes monogamy boring. It's not boring. It's not boring. By the time somebody <laughs> else enters your bedroom, you have ceased yes. to be monogamous. Yes, exactly. But that's a discussion for another day for me. <laughs> right now, me, I want to be in a monogamous relationship. Now, my okay. blogger friend said monogamy for her, it just wasn't working. She said, I have cheated on virtually every boyfriend I have ever had. And it's in overlapping relationships. So I, I was tired of lying. I was tired of being called, um, of being told I lack integrity. And I realized it was just me, a polyamorous me, trying to fit myself in the box of monogamy where I didn't really belong. Once I realized that there were other options than just monogamy and once I gave up the idea of trying to please other people because people are going to judge you anywhere, I decided that I really liked the idea of loving more than one openly and consensually. But she is not in a sexually non-monogamous relationship. For her, there have been people that they have invited and gotten into small-term relations or short-term relationships with, with mm -hmm. her partner. So like polyamory but short term okay yeah but it's still non-monogamy like yeah. it's i mean in the in essence all those things fall into the non-monogamous yeah. space right mm -hmm. but for her it works and i think for me my realization was just there like for some people it is possible for you to love one person and have sex with one person until you stop <laughs> having sex with that person and then go and have sex and with another, so another person, person. <laughs> Okay, because that's what monogamy has become. Yeah. Um, it started off, and that's why it's called classic monogamy, because that's what it was, just being with one person only. For your the whole rest of your life. life. Yeah. yeah. And then it became serial monogamy, where you're just monogamous in, in stages. Exactly. Yeah, as long as you're in this relationship then. Yeah. And then now it's opening up to the possibility of where you are monogamish. Monogamish, yeah. Monogamish, which, which is, is monogamy with non-monogamy once in a while. Yeah. 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 But consensual and remember that is the bottom line about non-monogamy it is not about having a partner uko nyuma uko under the table uko that partner is just yours and then you're cheating on your girlfriend or your boyfriend it's about the th it's about the three of you or the two of you yeah. being involved in these sexual experiences with other people yes right yes and even if you're not is that a possibility it's like i'm in the space but i'm not having sex you don't have to you, you can don't just have be in to. the space. You don't have to. It's the because, support. I mean, also, this is a thing what, of what people are into sexually. Um, there's some people who like to watch. Yeah. So maybe I just want to, like, I know a lot of guys who want to watch their wives get fucked by yeah. another guy. And he'll just sit on the sidelines and bang one out. Mm. <laughs> you, just, you see, I just, <laughs> I mean. Really, Nini? Right. Every, every episode, I'm like, really, Nini? <laughs> I told you, you have to hook me up and you have to hook me up. Oh, chop, chop. I, have, oh I have a hookup for you. Oh, He's listening. Huh? He's mm. a big fan and I think you're going to really like him. <laughs> uh, okay, so I have a question. Okay. 
Actually, I have two questions. Dear Kaz and Nini, so I found out two months ago that my partner has been having an affair for a year. I'm crushed, but not enough to end our marriage. I know, or rather I've heard, that a time will come when I can look past the betrayal and begin to heal. But what happens now in the meantime, as I'm waiting for said healing to set in, what do I do about the fact that I don't want to touch her or see her? Oh, it's a woman. Ooh. So this man is talking about his wife. His girlfriend or his wife. Mm. I mean, f for something like infidelity, uh, because it's such a soul-ripping experience, and uh, me, I'm not even going to lie about this, I was ripped apart. And I know that you are ripped apart as well. One of the things that I would encourage you to do is go for therapy. You, as Even if it's just an, you individually, you need... It's almost like... Your th the therapy will start taking you into this into the direction of your healing, and I went through um, about six months of therapy, um, one session about every two weeks with this amazing woman, and I can definitely email her her contact to you. Her name is Anne, and th the amazing thing about Anne is she will at some point be able to work you back into the relationship because I know that it sounds like you don't want to end the relationship. Now, the first thing that I would do, I would definitely suggest is therapy for these two, for, her, for him. Together or? No. He's the person who's writing to us. We mm. do not know what her state of mind is right now. Mm. If he can get her to go for therapy, fine, if she f wants to. But then because he is the injured party, I, mean, I think he should just take care of himself. He should be a bit selfish right now and take care of himself. Don't try mm. and carry her with you. Don't try and heal her and you. Uh-uh. You try and just heal you. And at some point, you will be able to start opening up the possibility of starting to communicate with your wife again. And then she can come in and join the therapy sessions. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I was having a conversation with some friends last week. And we were talking about the difference between being a male that's been cheated on or being a female that's been cheated on. And how, for example, if a man finds out that his girlfriend or wife has been unfaithful his first question will be so did you fuck him that's his the first thing on his mind yeah for a woman the first thing on her mind is so do you love her oh wow see for a woman it's more emotional for a man it's, it's more, more physical, physical. It's so interesting how we're wired because i think i could get over my boyfriend sleeping with another girl as long as he doesn't love her no but you see i just can't get over my boyfriend sleeping with another girl the end it's true. Yeah. It's true. But the go-to for a man is just like, this is, is my, my property. But like, has funny anyone thing touched it? Is when I got cheated on, and I'll tell you, I've never experienced this before. Like, if it ever happened in any other relationship, I never knew about it. I've never experienced this before. Ever. Mm. But I, started, I felt like he, he was filthy. He went from being the most delicious being to experience to being like Dandora dump site. Mm. That's what it be. He, like the, I have a bad taste in my mouth when I think about his body now. Mm. I feel like it was vile. It was tagwad. Mm. Like for me, it is a deal breaker. It's a complete deal breaker. I've tried to look at it from every angle and it's, it's impossible for me to get over the fact that he went from being a beautiful being to experience to Dandora dump site. I think I can get over physical. If you, mm -mm. If you sleep with somebody, I think I can get over the physical as long as for sure you are not, like your heart is not involved. But then we're talking about emotional infidelity. You see, you understand, yes. in a non-monogamous yes. relationship, there is a line. And the line is emotional, emotional fidelity. You learn to deal with it. There's no such, in a non-monogamous relationship, depending on which kind of non-monogamy it is that you're practicing, there's, it depends. If, if my boyfriend develops feeling for another woman, 
then we are in a polyamorous relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it depends on where but, you are. But it'll still hurt. Do you understand? Yeah, but you deal with your hurt. You deal even, with your jealousy. Even in a monogamous with- relationship, the fact that it ended doesn't mean you're not dealing. Like, he's dealing. And he's dealing in the way that he knows how to deal. You're dealing in the way that your relationship allows you to deal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that this, the aching, painful space is any different, Kaz. It's, it's, I think it's less. I think it's less. But why? Because your partner is Because there? we have decided that we're non-monogamous. And I know that he is with another woman. I know he has another woman. And that situation doesn't make me feel bad in mm. any way. But, you know, if there are times when I do feel a little bit jealous... I'm like, Kaz, snap out of it. This is a situation that you've chosen to be in. So I deal with it. Yeah. 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 But it's very rare for me to be jealous. It's oh, very fantastic. rare for me to be jealous. And I think, I mean, if you, you can be like Kaz, then imagine if you're not wired or your man's not wired for monogamy, then I think stop forcing it. Yeah. 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 It's not for everybody. And then make it, make it an open discussion. I mean, if would you have preferred if this had been an open discussion prior to the cheating? Like, honestly, I would have liked a phone call when I was in Nigeria going, yo, babe, imagine my dick can't handle being, a, being untouched by a female vagina. So you rock and I'm rocking back. I would have preferred a phone conversation to make me aware of what's happening and not that we're going to do it. Just, babe, this is happening. This is happening. Let me tell you, Kaz, communication is the most important thing for me. Apart from just the fact that it is infidelity and the betrayal and it's it's all the deception and so when you're telling me you love me she could have been sucking your dick okay okay wait, go wait, for wait, therapy wait, wait. i'm still so angry you <laughs> guys <laughs> we're dealing with chris here we have another question dear kazanini love the podcast my partner is obsessed with having a threesome but i don't want to i'm really happy that he was able to open up and tell me his desires but i just don't want to i'm a firm believer in monogamy it's the only reason i got married in the first place but i also don't want to stifle my husband's desires then you have your answer all, that's all I can say. It's like this, yeah? It should not be the default relationship makeup just because our culture says it is the way it is. That's the thing. A relationship is about two people at the end of the day. And he has come to you and he is talking about something that he thinks would work. Mm-hmm. It has to be something you're willing to try. Mm-hmm. I'd say ask him the reason why he wants a threesome. Because sometimes it's possible that he may just want another woman and he doesn't want to stray from your relationship. So first of all, give thanks for that, that he's willing to sleep with somebody else in your presence. Mm. If that's the thing that he wants, that he wants another woman, then maybe if you're not interested in having a three-way, talk about role play. And then you could change yourself into a completely different woman and that way you're a new woman for your man. Does that make sense? The reason behind wanting the threesome. But then there's also the aspect of if it, is it a specific woman and then you understand where her insecurity comes from because you have to also realize that whatever it is that your man is asking for is not a judgment on you in any way. Part of the reason why she's refusing him his desi- him his desire is because it's a, she's putting a judgment on herself. What does it say about me? What does it mean about us? Okay. What does it mean so maybe about she needs our to relationship? Ask these questions yeah. as well. Yeah, okay. because I I don't believe in any relationship that anyone's needs and desires should be ignored. I think that everything is made to grow and change and evolve. And I think that the reason that a lot of us are unhappy is because we want shit to remain constant. But the nothing in the world remains constant. And if we're willing to accept change and growth. That means that we're always aspiring for more, desiring more, fantasizing. And you know what? We're always dreaming. 
And what better existence is there than if you can have bigger and bigger dreams? Mm. But if you're refusing to change your relationship, it's going to change for you. Mm-hmm. So do you want to be in control of the change or do you want the change to be in control? <laughs> That's some depth, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we have another question. Oh, do you want to read yes. that out? Oh, uh, and we have another email here from Jay. Okay, and she says, love your show. I would like to hear your take on masturbation. How often do you do it? And is using toys better than just your fingers or are fingers better? I'll hand this over to our darling Kaz. <laughs> what was the first question? How often do you masturbate or do you masturbate? Yes. She, what would, she would like to hear your take on masturbation. Okay. I think it's great. So masturbation is very healthy. Um, it just keeps those juices flowing. And it's, I've also read somewhere that it reduces your chances of getting cervical cancer. How often do I masturbate? Um, if I could do it every day, I would. Yeah, if you had the time. Actually, that the time is not the problem. Time is never the problem. <laughs> yes, you can always find a place yeah. to scratch a few records. Yeah. Chicky, chicky. Do I use toys? Yes, sometimes I do. But... I find that the more often that I use toys, the less I enjoy my physical interaction with another being. So the more that I have this vibrating thing that's just like against my clit, then the less that I enjoy the personal touch of fingers or anything else. We actually have a friend who has a problem with that right now. We do. Yeah, she's numb. Yeah, she's right? completely made her clit numb from just like using vibrators. And it's possible. I know it's happened to me after like, I think it was like a week of using a toy. And then when it was time for me to hook up with my partner, there was just like nothing. I couldn't feel anything. Yeah. 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 So I'd say, yes, use the toys every so often, but just allow your clit to enjoy the feeling of your fingers. And do it, man. I'm so, do it. Just do it. I think, yeah, self-exploration is definitely a plus. And I was going to say, you know, what my therapist says is, is if you do not know how to please yourself, how the hell are you going to let somebody know how to please you? You'll find different ways yeah. to play and then it'll be so much easier for you to tell your partner how to play with you. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Explore. Yeah. Okay. We have this a fabulous email that just came in Kaz oh I love this she says I listen to your podcast and I love it thank you Paula Mombi and she says I work for Jacaranda Health which is an organization that provides maternal and infant health services at extremely affordable prices ANC maternity PNC FP CWC I don't know what the hell those mean <laughs> currently we're running two hospitals in Kiambu County their website is jacarandahealth.org she says they have their Mirana coil and we charge insertion at 1000 shillings I was saddened to hear you got charged 15,000 shillings. We also have leading OBGYNs consulting for us at the same price as consultation charges. That's a thousand bob. And we found that most women have so many misconceptions about FP. So we try to address them using a balanced counseling strategy during family planning consults. And good job for laying it all out there. Thank you so much, Paula. I really like to find OBGYNs who are cheap and affordable because one of the things... It's unfair. And then it's like, you know, how many women have never had a pap smear? And then the effects are just disastrous when Mm -hmm. it's too late. And it's supposed to be one of the things that women do regularly. So if, if so we'll we have all this information up on the Facebook page and on the Instagram page. Yeah. So just follow us. It's the Spread Podcast. And if you have any questions, guys, um, thespreadkenya at gmail.com. You can inbox us as well on our Facebook page. We're cool with that. And follow us on Twitter. We're the Spread Podcast. And the cast doesn't have an A. So it's the, sp- <laughs> the Spread Podcast. 
Thank you so much. We would like to know, by the way, I mean, this is important. Would you rather support a non-monogamous relationship just to get that whole betrayal thing out of the way? And if it's not working, if your guy is just constantly messing it up, and if you are constantly messing it up, is it something that you would consider? Let us know. Email us at spreadkenya at gmail.com. And thank you for being with us. We love you and all of your feedback is highly appreciated. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I want to show you places that I won't let nobody else see. I'll let you go inside to the places I want to hide. I don't want nobody else seeing me naked.